man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men. And judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico. Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like cancel culture because, man, when it happens in sports, it, it can happen over anything. Allegations, like Cancel culture existed long before, uh, you know, today they tried to cancel Kobe. Remember, man was cancel culture at Kobe's throat when he did some shit, you know. Uh, well, cancel- players were able to get get away with a lot more back then because there wasn't social media. Yeah, but they still tried to cancel him. That's what made it even like really bad. Like cancel culture is bad now. Man, they tried it to cancel kobe then cancel well, can Col- you can you imagine like the the rape case that kobe had and i don't know was that 2006 five something like that if that happened today like yeah. imagine if that happened to lebron james right now it would be a huge deal it'd be espn would be all over it and everyone would be talking about it and how yeah. lebron should be banned from the league and how there shouldn't be a rapist walking around despite there being no evidence right yeah yeah and that's the crazy part man you know it's the evidence part like uh People bringing up the Kobe thing, you know, uh, and it's like, like, man, like, check it out. They just did that with, like, Patrick Kane and Derrick Rose, two Chicago guys. And that stuff got thrown out because that it was bullshit. They were two bullshit cases. Well, two- the Derrick Rose case I followed fairly, I mean, a little bit. You know, I get notifications on my phone and whatnot. You know, I'm not, I, I, I've come to really like Derrick Rose as time's come on, gone on and I've become a basketball fan. So I'd, I'd follow him a little bit. And from my understanding, the case was kind of a total, total farce. You know, the girl was Derrick Rose's girlfriend and she agreed in text that she wanted to, you know, have uh, sexual intercourse. Girlfriend's kind of girlfriend's kind of loose, bro. <laughs> she was a bust she, down. She, something. Yeah, she was, she was <laughs> something. 
but she, she but she agreed in text that said you know i want to have multiple sexual partners and uh yeah let's do it and then she later said it wasn't consensual which didn't match up with the story at all so it was obviously just her trying to get some money all right so so look me and derrick rose are literally from the same neighborhood inglewood chicago right so this is how this is why sporticus breaks down the way it is like i love the way you just put that the way i would have put it and the way i'm gonna put it is she was a buzz down that means she was a, a hoe she was a thought and that nigga Derek Rose was like, let the homies run that train on you, right? And, and she was like, all right, cool, I'll do anything, blah, 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 blah. Now, that might sound funny and shit, but this is exactly the type of rap shit. This is, uh, the, this is exactly the type of shit we hear in rap songs, the shit people rap about. It's real shit. I have not been present for a train, but I have known many that have gone on, okay? Like, this shit happens, man. If a motherfucker put that word out there about a motherfucker, it ain't just, oh, I'm trying to sully the, I'm trying to besmirch this uh good gir- this girl's good name. No, nigga, this bitch is a hoe. You know hoes in high school, right? I mean, it is what it is. And people right. might say, oh, that's she a... Tried, that's she a- tried to use her situation of... Uh, one of her sexual partners just happened to be Derrick Rose, a multi exactly. tens of millions of dollars. So you know, she she decided to use her situation to her advantage and try to get some money. Not 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 very not very dumb. I'll say that it's not very dumb. It's just that man, you know, of course she agreed to it because bitches like that in the hood don't get in those situations, bro. You ain't finna get in those situation where you finna get a run, train run on you. You know what I'm saying? Like that they you. There's it's a such thing as called being street smart. And if you ain't, people make sure you're not in those situations. And I ain't saying it ain't never happened ever in the history of the world, but nine times out of ten, people know where you should be and shouldn't be. And if you should be there, cool. It's, it was like a players club situation. So you know, so some, yeah. Well, what happened with Kane? Uh I know he's uh one of the players for the Blackhawks well, in Chicago, but I don't I don't really follow hockey very much. What happened there? Uh, well, he's like one of the uh, best scorers in the history of, of hockey. He's just absolutely insane, ridiculous. Uh, act like, um, I, I don't want to say Wayne Gretzky-esque, but like in some ways, yes. Like that that boy is nice with it. Anyway, uh, well, his was just the sand, standard stuff. Uh, he was hella drunk. So was she. She accused him of shit. But like um, he wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, he wasn't even there anymore when she said it occurred like he was already drunk as shit and because he has a history of being drunk and shit of, of being a party boy right. a drunkard whatever i mean it, it is what it is he's, I mean, a, he's a hockey player if he, he right. wants to spend it he might spend his millions of dollars that way good for yeah. him and it was one of those cases where a party situation or whatever and he got drunk and it was like well you know if he gets drunk like that all the time why not make those accusations against them. But that shit was unfounded as well. And you know what? They took him off the cover of the fucking EA uh, EA sports game because of that. They took him off the fucking cover because of that. That was the last year they won the uh, yeah, cup. We definitely live in this... In this um, I'm not going to speak on, on the legal system, but I will say in the social system, like uh, social media and all that, we definitely live in an age of uh, guilty until proven innocent. And even when proven innocent, you're still guilty in the eyes of social media. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let me let me ask you, what did you think about the Miles Garrett situation? Is that when you're talking about when they're on the field? And yeah, he, and, and, and he, he took, removed he his, took helmet. his helmet off, and he was beating the shit out of uh, 
uh, I can't remember the Steelers quarterback with Rudolph, maybe. Yeah, something Rudolph or Rudolph something with his nose so bright. Yeah, I think it was Mason Rudolph, I think. (laughs) Yeah, Mason Uh, Rudolph, yeah. I know they went through a few quarterbacks, but that might have been him. You know, I, I I don't know. It's hard to say because from what I understood on the on the field, uh, or after the incident, rather, Garrett said that the the dude said a racial slur to him. Uh, so if that's the case, I mean, no one on the other on the field said he did. No one heard it, at least. I'm not saying he didn't think, say it. I don't think he did either, but. I think that pretty, like look these 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 guys in football or all sports really they play with a lot of black players so you get I'm sure they got to know to watch their mouth if they ever said something like that their career is done especially for you know a rookie depending, like that depending yeah. on because Tom Brady you know like it's crazy because later on like maybe a week later or a week before that Tom Brady uh, the real Reavers or whatever he was like ah oh, my nigga you know you my kryptonite or something like that. People say that's what he said when he was walking up to a black player. I, I don't think it was Darrell Reeves. It was somebody, though. And he was walking up to him, and people say, oh, why does Tom Brady get to say it? I was like, Tom Brady's been saying it for how long has he been in the league? Like 15 years? He's been saying it since then, since before then. He's been saying it since college. I'm positive he has. Different like, circumstances. Would... Different circumstances. It's a little bit the same because, you know, as a white person, if you say that white word. White quarterbacks. You can be, you white can be vilified. But – but I mean, he was saying it with his friends, who obviously are are totally True. cool with him saying it. Mason Rudolph, if he said this, he totally said it in a derogatory way uh, that was that no black I'm, person would have been uh, happy with. I'm not so sure he did, although he does seem like he would have, or he does. He seems like he, he he seems like he could throw that 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 uh, word at you. But the 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 way he backed he he he. Backed out of it and was like, oh, that was totally Bush League, but I'm past it. It's like, uh, yeah, you definitely start the you start the fight anyway. If you look at the fight, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph was trying to pull he he was already on the ground, but he was trying to remove uh Miles Garrett's helmet. He was uh, he was already he had it halfway off. Only it had come off because of, you know, gravity, really. Like if 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 you re- reverse where they were, he would have ripped his helmet off. Now, people say, where does it stop being about football? And I say that's once a helmet's removed. But I'll go one step further. I'll get a little biblical. Not on, you know, a, a sin's committed when you start to think of it. Okay? Not when you actually just do it, but even thinking about it. Because what must you do first before you do something? Think it. You got to think that shit into existence. He's trying to pull this dude's helmet off. He's thinking, fuck this. It's not about football anymore, right? So I think the act of pulling off someone's helmet purposely is enough. That's enough. If May, if Miles Garrett had beat him to death, that would have been too bad for him. Because what was Mason Rudolph trying to do by getting? What was he trying to accomplish by pulling his helmet off? I remember when this happened, they talked about bringing up charges. You know, oh, can a football yeah. player be charged for doing this stuff and on that's the field? Where I'm going. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, in this case, no. No, but I'm sure that there's a circumstance somewhere out in another universe, hopefully it doesn't happen in this one, where a player does do something absolutely insane on the field that maybe might warrant it. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what it could be, but something that would really hurt a player. You know, if a player walked, let's just say a quarterback was walking innocently, you know, when they're, uh, the play is way far away from him and, you know, they're walking, watching the play and a defensive player just lays him out. And then takes his helmet off and starts beating the shit out of him for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. That would probably warrant it. 
something like that. But this was, they were both instigators. They both knew what they were doing. It's a football field, a lot of testosterone, a lot of high energy stuff going on. It's, it's a football booth. Yeah. I mean, they were, you know, it was crazy because, uh, the reason I bring it up, cause I, I today's topic is legality and, uh, you know, and, uh, and then that brings in that, that brings in cancel culture and stuff like that. Uh, and, I mean, it's, it's a pretty wide thing, but we're just going to try to keep it as, as narrow as we can and just kind of keep it topics-based or, you know, uh, uh, situational-based because, you know, we brought up Kobe and stuff like that. Maybe we'll bring up Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Ray Rice or, or Ray Lewis. That's who I meant. But, like, yeah, Ray Lewis, Ray Rice. You know what I'm saying? Like, this stuff pops up all over the uh, all the time. All and, NFL, too. It's something oh, weird yeah. that it's just not really a basketball thing. It's not really a... Uh, baseball thing it's it's all nfl nfl's culture is absolute trash when it comes to yes. these guys doing this they have stuff. a they have a very violent culture uh greg hardy greg hardy he's now an ultimate fighter you know what i'm saying greg hardy they have multiple uh most uh, multiple violent cases man it's, uh all these dv cases is just they're nuts i mean antonio brown just turned himself in for that Antonio uh, Brown know. is a, is I, I want someone to look at his head and see if he's got some CTE issues. I mean, I don't think they can do that until you've passed. I don't know if they can do that while you're alive. I know they got to take yeah, out the brain and look at it. But I, I that would be a dude that would be interesting to see if that guy's got something going on because you didn't hear anything about his career. He just seemed like another football wide receiver for the first uh, for, for for every year he was in the league yeah, until the he last was really year. Good. Really, yeah, he was really good and we knew it, but he wasn't like. You know, in, he wasn't too he in wasn't your face chirping about it. His, Yeah, he wasn't chirping his mouth. He yeah. wasn't saying anything out, out of this world, at least nothing that I can remember. Um, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was actually modeled. Like, he had a great ego about him, but he was very confident. And he had a little bit of ego, but just enough in his early years, the years you're talking about. I was like, yeah, I like this guy. And then something fucking happened. And Some of my football friends think that Mike Tomlin was – is Mike Tomlin's kind of an interesting – I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good coach. I think his locker room is all over the place. I think he kind of lets his players do whatever. But I do think he's a player's coach. And a lot of my football friends think that he had a lot to do with keeping Antonio Brown in check and keeping him uh, focused on football and not any of this crazy stuff that's going yeah. on. But I, I think it's part partly is that, but also when Antonio Brown got up to this good as good as he is, you know, multiple Pro Bowls, multiple All Pros, earning this mass these massive contracts, you know, and stuff like that. I think it all kind of got to his head. I think that maybe there's some CTE stuff going on there, and I think maybe he's just a little bit crazy. Yeah, you know what? Here's here's the crazy part. I'll, I'll give you. Uh, uh, here, here's what someone would say. They would say, oh, man, why does he have to be crazy because he's black, right? You know, somebody would say that. And then they would say that about Miles Garrett as well, right? Um, white people would say that about Miles Garrett. And people, and, and the black people who were on TV, all these ex-players and stuff saying, oh, they should look into they should look into pressing charges against him. That was the most disgusting thing I'd heard in sports in a very long time. You can beat somebody's ass. You can assault them. I get that. That happens all the time. That's actually pretty normal, pretty common. Doesn't make it all right, but it's far more common than uh, another black man uh, or multiple black men on television, live, raw, in the moment, saying press charges against another black man. Like, this wasn't, hey, I pulled out a gun and I clearly broke 
the law. This was something that was on an NFL field within the field of play, right? And right. they would say, and, and they, they reacted very, uh, it was a knee jerk reaction. And everybody was like, oh, he could have killed him had he swung with the right force and velocity. And I said, you know why he didn't kill him? And you know why you would lose that case in a court? Because the part he hit him with was padding. Because that is mostly what a helmet is made of, padding. Well, I also it, think it, a lot of it has to do. Let's just let's just hypothetically say someone brought up a charge on Miles Garrett. Let's say Mason Mason Rudolph said, "You know what? Screw this guy. I, I want to bring up charges." I don't think the the prosecuting um, attorneys would take it very seriously. I, I, I think that they would. I think that they wouldn't. They wouldn't take this case with a lot of uh, enthusiasm. I'll say. I, I I just don't think it'd go anywhere. Um. I don't. I don't think that it could, and that's that's probably the reason why you know like you would say that. Uh, but I, I think that if anybody picked it up, man, they'd be they go all the way. It'd be crazy, you know. It'd be insane. It would just be stupid, and they'd be like, "Oh, this happened, that happened." He was trying to kill him. Like they try to probably get him on attempted murder or something like that. I mean, that's literally where people were going. Like if you could get that to be attempted murder, then I mean, what the hell else? If you sneeze, is that and you got a cold? Is that attempted murder? Like. These these guys are going pretty far. And to see other black people doing it, I'm like, wow. I'm like, we already got a hard time. And I'm not even this big Black Panther pro-black guy. But one thing I know you can't do on TV is lobby. Be black yourself and lobby for another black dude to, to be entered into the criminal justice system. Hell no. This wasn't a crime against humanity. You know what I mean? Like, if he had just tried to slit somebody's throat on TV, yes. He's an animal. Fuck what color he is. But since this was something on the field of play, still happened on the field of play, still happened within a football context. Hey, no, let's not let's not even talk about uh, bringing up criminal charges, man. So that's that's I'm what right my head there, is. I, you know, I'm right there with you. I mean, I think anyone that wanted to bring up criminal charges on anything like this would just doesn't know what they're talking about. Just trying to probably make headlines about oh, could criminal charges be a be a thing in the NFL now if someone does some kind of play, you know, it, it's just people that trying to make headlines. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I think too, man. You know, it's, it's like uh, it, it, it's a black dude. You got to watch stuff like that because they, they, you know, when I say they, the powers that be will find, they will find a way to make a headline out of you. You could be white, black, whatever. I just told you, Patrick Kane. You know, like he had a case. Uh, Ben Ben Roethlisberger. Like it doesn't matter what color you are, as long as you're uh, someone they can exploit in that way. And that's that's what cancel culture truly is. It's, it's exploitation of what the truth may be. It's just fear-mongering. That's all. It's just saying, oh, hey, you know, oh, man, I can't believe this might have happened. So we need to do this or do that. Like uh, Joe Rogan, you know, is getting canceled and stuff like that. They're trying to cancel Stephen A. Smith. What did you think about Stephen A. Smith's uh, comments uh, about Cowboy Cerrone giving up in the Conor McGregor fight? What did he say? He said that Cowboy Cowboy Cerrone gave up in the Conor McGregor fight. He said, uh, that's pretty much exactly what he said. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But he he said that once Cowboy got hit, he gave up. He said he gave up and he pretty much said he he didn't have any heart. Got his heart taken from him after that. After he got hit with those shoulders. Did you see the fight? Uh, I did. It was only like 30 seconds long. 15 right. seconds 40. long. Something yep. like that. Right? 40. 
Yeah. I knew it was fast. Um, you know, I see a lot of people that talked about the disappointment in the fight. I, I can kind of say, because I don't watch a lot of fights. You know, the last fight I watched, there was a big viewing party at one of my friends' house with the Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight, actually. That's the, that's the last okay. one I watched. Um, so I can see where a lot of people, because we, we watched the whole thing. I think it went all the way. I don't think either of them, uh, I, I think uh, it went uh, all. No, nah, he got knocked down like the eight or something shit like that. Yeah, yeah so it went pretty far, is, is my point. Yeah. It went pretty far. Yeah, yeah that was pretty far. Yeah, that was pretty so far. So I think I, I can see a lot of people's disappointment when they pay a lot of money to watch a fight. You know, Conor McGregor's coming back. He's he, he's entering back in the game. He's fighting someone big. He's fighting for something. A lot of people are paying a lot of money, a lot of excitement, and the fight ends in 40 seconds. I see a lot of people being a little disappointed over that. It's pretty cool, you know, watching Conor McGregor just jump and monkey on this dude and beat the hell out of him and knock him out. But at the same time, it's like, well, we just paid a couple hundred bucks for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I, 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 you know, I, I defended uh, Stephen A. I still defend Stephen A. Um, because cowboy, uh, I, I talked about it on my show before the, the, the stuff, the firestorm about what he said, even erupted. I don't even think Stephen A had made his comments yet. At least Joe Rogan or the world hadn't gotten to him yet. And, uh, you know, cow, we were talking about it on my show and Cowboy's uh, a good fighter from when I, cause I know what yeah. I, 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 I have to, I have to refresh yes. my memory, but I know that there was a lot of people talking about this and, and I want to say, I saw some people talk about cowboy, um, having a lot of, I mean, he, uh, has won a lot of fights and he's a pretty good fighter. There's yeah. He's got the most wins, uh, in, in UFC history. Uh, how, however, here's the thing. He's got the most title opportunities without doing anything. The most big fights, like he's zero and four in title opportunities. Now, I I believe that they're not counting um, the uh, like his big fights because it's not just title opportunities; it's big fights. Like he he's on like what uh, he lost two straight at least, and he he got knocked out in those fights, you know. And they were big fights. Uh, one was pretty much a title fight. Uh, how how and, old is this guy? I forget. About ready to quit. He says he's, he's he said he's not ready to quit, but uh, you know you could, you don't have to Google some of these people. <laughs> like I don't. Here's the thing. My my expertise is on the analysis and what it meet what it how it breaks down to both you and oh, I. Right. I right, forget right. how old he is though. Uh, but but he's he's about ready to be on his way out. He should he should fucking quit to be honest. Um, because he he's he's getting beat up. He's uh. See, he's 36 he, years old. That's pretty old. Yeah, to I was going to guess 38. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to guess 38. And he's got the most wins in UFC history. You see what I mean? Like, he's already old. He's got the most wins, and he's done nothing with them. He's 0-4 in title fights. So is the he like... Most wins. So would you yeah. say he's like the Dan Marino of, of fighting? Hell yeah. I'd say he's the Jim fucking Kelly of fighting. He's 0-4. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like... He's, it's uh, do you think he'd have a lot more name recognition if he if he'd won some of these some of these title bouts? No, see, that's the thing. He has great name recognition and great skill to go along with it. It's just that um Well, let me put it this way. Everyone knows who Conor McGregor is. If you're a passing right. sports fan, you know who, but I don't think everyone knows who uh Cowboy Cerrone is. No. Is that how you see, pronounce his last yeah. name? Cerrone. Yeah, Cerrone. Yeah. No, yeah, no, he still wouldn't be known because Conor McGregor, he's he goes far outside of the just you MMA and he goes into other combat sports, you know, like 
he's not going to be stupid and try to play soccer and all this other shit, but he knows that he's good at combat sports. So he came at the WWE. Uh, actually, I just watched something. Uh, well, he's yesterday. got, he, he's a really good entertainer. You know, when he does his weird walk where he flails yeah. his arms around and he acts all tough, he's great at making people, um, you either really like him or you really hate him. Yeah, and and that and that's the great thing about like uh, combat sports because you know Muhammad, you know, well wrestling, pro wrestling actually started that because Muhammad Ali took that from Gorgeous George, making people love or hate him with the words he was saying to him. You know, he stole that from a pro wrestler and he 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 perfected it. But that that happens. Ric Flair's wasn't the first Nature Boy; it was Buddy Rogers. You see, what I'm saying so. Like, yes, the pro wrestling world even steals from itself. But my point is. The best sellers in the world are pro wrestlers. That's why I cover pro wrestling primarily. That's why Conor McGregor came at uh, pro wrestlers. That's Max Kellerman, uh, the foremost uh, boxing aficionado in the world, at least in my opinion. I think he is, like, straight up. But uh, Max Kellerman had uh, Tyson Fury and Triple H on first take. And he said, what is it about pro wrestling you know when he was like whenever whenever someone wants to strike it big or make big money or make a big fuss they have to get pro they have to get pro wrestling involved or get involved in pro wrestling and look at it muhammad ali uh he he you know he got involved uh you got lawrence taylor that's that's uh nfl but still he got involved in the uh shack was there wwe yeah shack uh mike tyson you see what I mean? Every, everybody's doing it, but even Donald Trump was in. It had a lot. A lot of the WWE guys really like him because yeah. uh, whether I, I mean whether you lean politics or not doesn't matter. But they like him because he did a lot for WWE. So every anyone who's anyone who's a big name uh, can yeah, be involved in WWE because because it's, it's it's very important to understand who can sell what. And Vince McMahon, pro wrestling itself, not just Vince McMahon, but Vince McMahon as well, uh, pro wrestling can sell the hell out of fights, man. WrestleMania is the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it gets watched. Like, it is not a garbage, you know. So, the last uh, WWE match I watched, it was, whew, I was in elementary school. Gosh, it was probably 10, 15 years ago. Something like that. Maybe a little bit less than that. 12 years ago. Who, who was your favorite wrestler then? So the only wrestler, uh, this wrestler dude I liked, it was a, it was a, what do you call it? The, the ladder where you got to climb the ladder and grab the money. Uh, money in a bank. Yeah. It was a money in the yeah. bank match. And, uh, the match I was watching, there's this dude called MVP. <laughs> I see. This is funny. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you exactly what's up right at this. Keep going. MVP. So he was climbing the ladder and I think triple H, I don't remember who it was, came out of nowhere. It wasn't even involved in the fight and just slammed and beat the shit out of him. Cause I guess they had some kind of, uh, uh, rivalry going on, but MVP was climbing the ladder. He's pumping up the crowd. He's like, "Yeah, I won, suckers." I, you know, he's pumping, and and I liked him. He was pretty cool. I mean, he 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 basically did win until I I can't remember who it was, Triple H or someone. He just came out of nowhere and just slammed him down and basically just said, uh, "If anyone's gonna win this, it's not gonna be you." Do you know who won that Money in the Bank? I don't. What year was it? <sighs> no, we gotta find this out real quick. Money in the Bank. Uh, the. First money in the bank. Maybe I should type in first money in the bank. First money in the bank. A lot of match. Uh, 2005, maybe? That was 15 years ago. Could have been 2005. Let's see. Let's see who. Uh, 
Uh, let's see who the participants were in the first Money in the Bank ladder match. I don't think MVP was in that one. Uh, uh, well, it doesn't really matter who won necessarily. I could tell you who is around now from 15 years ago. Brock Lesnar, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and Edge. MVP and Edge just made a comeback too. So like, my point is, you could literally have turned on wrestling um, on Monday and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Randy Orton. Yeah, like all these guys from 15 years ago are still there. Uh, not not all of them, but like Rey Mysterio, a number of them. But it's not like, oh, they're hella old and garbage. No, they are fucking still good. If anything, they're better. They're not as athletic and quick as they used to be necessarily. But since wrestling something you could choreograph and tell a story with, you kind of wouldn't know how good they are if you if you turn it on and they and they just get you going. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't know the difference. You see what I'm saying? Like, so what? This guy can't do four flips like he used to. He can only do two. Well, my point is he would do so much stuff in between the other two flips, the the, the two flips he can do. You wouldn't even notice the other two were gone. You know. So yeah, I mean. uh Long story short is, uh, yeah, you should turn on wrestling again, man. Like, uh, Edge just came back from like triple neck fusion. That's what's been going on with him in the last ten years. So, uh, man, you know these guys. Everybody like like uh, those guys can sell fights. Brock Lesnar, have you seen any of his uh, UFC fights? Uh, not. I mean, I know who Brock Lesnar is. Exactly. You know who Brock Lesnar is. Not because of UFC, though. Sure. You know, he because he wasn't there a whole lot, a, a lot of the time. You know, Brock Lesnar is because of his WWE work, you know. Uh, and, and, and nobody knows him from, you know, amateur wrestling. Nobody, no one except people who watch pro wrestling. You know, my, my point being is if, the, if you want to go somewhere and be somebody, you better take your ass over to the WWE and make a nice little name for yourself. A lot of crossover there. Uh, and it don't have to be WWE. It can be other places, but other places, it's not. It's just not the same. They don't have the same uh, brand. They don't have the same star power, and they don't have the same uh, production or money. So uh, that's why Cowboy Cerrone would never have been uh, as marketable as Connor because Connor knows who to take the shots at. He took a shot at Floyd Mayweather and crossed over to boxing. You know, and he did fairly like he did really well for himself. Not fairly well. He did great for that to be his first professional boxing match. You know, uh, sure, he lost. We knew he was going to lose. I mean, that was never in question or, in you know, Floyd was never in any real danger. But the, the whole point of it was like, you know, like you said, you know, to have more appeal, to be a star, to be the crossover. And that's why I have crossover appeal. And that's why Donald Cerrone doesn't, even though he has the most wins. You know, most finishes, I think. My bad. Maybe not most, most wins. I believe it's the most finishes. It doesn't fucking matter, though. You know, he's got all these accolades, and How, he can't win so, the big one. So you've been you've been a big WWE fan for a long time, right? All my life. So how good was The Rock back in the day? Was he was he a bit was he was he uh, like as big as uh, Proc Lesnar or any of these guys? I I tell you how big The Rock was back in the day. You can measure him by today's standards. People want him to run for president, legitimately. That's how good The Rock was. 
So the, even back the then, before his massive movie career or any of that stuff, he was he was huge in WWE. Yeah, yeah, he was huge. Uh, what, I, what I'm saying is his star power was so great back then when he would call himself the people's champ. That people's champ carried itself over to what could be a a uh, presidential campaign, you know, in four years. Legitimately speaking, straight up. Like right. he, legi- he could legitimately run for president. And people kind of wanted him to. He wouldn't be the first actor to do it. Donald Trump's uh, been an actor and he's done it. Ronald Reagan and shit like that. So yeah, sure, you know he can run for president. Um, but yeah, so The Rock was huge. He has a spinoff of The Fast and Furious, you know, and he was so good in that spinoff. Guess who's in the next Fast and Furious? He was so good in that that his cousin was in it, Roman Reigns, who's the, who they're trying to prop up as the next big star. And he's a star, but he's not. He's not gonna. He's not John Cena. Uh, but yeah, John Cena is the guy that's going to be in the Fast Nine. He's been advertising the fuck out of it. <laughs> like, I like John Cena the person, though. I like him. I like the things he's brought to the table. Um, I didn't like him for the longest time, but then Roman Reigns came, and he was just certainly not. Um, he's certainly not uh, John Cena. So yeah, it's yeah. I you know I I got way off base, but yeah. Uh, but even John Cena, like you said, you mentioned The Rock. And I said The Rock's good enough to be president. You know, he's good enough to run for president anyway. And he's got these huge box office movies. He's definitely the biggest um, WWE superstar to ever cross over into anything else. You see what I mean? Uh, right. The second biggest one would be Chris Jericho because of his band Fozzie. Uh, however, Chris Jericho kind of did that without WWE. I don't know. Nah, that's not true because they, they would advertise the fuck out of Fozzie on WWE. But anyway, I'm saying he, he did that so much outside of WWE, but you can make the same argument for The Rock. My point being is John Cena followed that template as well, and he crossed over, but he crossed over into more entertainment. Conor McGregor was on a Call of Duty game, I believe. Big deal for him, you know? And he crossed over to, to whiskey. You see what I'm saying? Like you gotta cross over to other avenues. Cowboy, ah, he's got a he's got uh he's got a snack that he markets. Or uh pistachio, I think. Meat is is meat, cheese, and nuts. It's a snack. It's kinda like lunchables, but for adults. So Cowboy Cerrone, you know, he's he's got his advertisement, he's got his endorsements, and he's got that because he's highly skilled. But when he got his ass knocked, and when he got his ass knocked silly, Stephen A. Smith, who doesn't, you know, he watches, he watches MMA, he watches more than you do, but people would, people would try to make him sound like he hadn't watched anything. And I'm like, no, Stephen A. Smith watches sports, and he follows sports, and he knows what he's talking about. And what we were talking about on the show on Sporting is, was that he got his ass rocked, Cowboy got his ass rocked, and he when Cowboy gets rocked, he's done. He has this look on his face like, oh shit, I can't get out of it. He never recovers. Me and Cole Henry was talking about that. And he, you know, me and Cole, uh, we, we was going back and forth, forth about it. Uh, and we were talking about how he's a slow starter. How the hell are you a slow starter in fights? If you ever started a fight slow, you lost it. You know, a street fight. Because this is a fight still. People talking about, well, that's not how the art form. It's not a fucking art form, dummy. 
uh, you know, your specific disciplines are art forms. This isn't. This is the compilation of those art forms put into a violent end. <laughs> you know what I mean? If right. you, you know, karate itself, whatever form, art form you practice, that's beautiful on its own as a discipline. When you get your ass in that cage, you knock a nigga out any way you can. I don't give a fuck what art form you use. You see what I'm saying? It's not, it's not art. Yeah, you might do something masterfully, but this isn't a fucking art form to be in that cage. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's really not. It's skillful and stuff like that, but it is not art. It isn't. I mean, maybe you can be an artist, the style bender. Maybe you can have an argument for him. Maybe you can have an argument for uh, Anderson Silva. You know what I mean? But that's not a discipline. It's not a discipline, so it's not an art. It's pro wrestling, on the other hand, is performance art. Because it's still a performance. It's still, it has a specific outcome it has to have. You see what I mean? Kind of like uh, figure skating, you know, uh, or, or the floor exercise, the floor routine in uh, gymnastics. You have a routine plan. They know how it's supposed to go. And you go out there and execute it. And they give you points based off of how well you executed it. But nobody ever says that with pro wrestling, though, you know. Uh, we got off the point of legality, but uh, no, that was a good point you brought up about uh, uh, Conor McGregor and stuff. You know, uh, speaking of Conor McGregor, uh, to to go back to the legality of stuff, right? Um, all the legal issues. Did you know that Conor McGregor was also accused of sexual assault very recently? I didn't. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. I think a lot of these big name dudes that like to party and do drugs and drink, you know, it's totally fine. I, I, I mean, it makes sense for what, what industry they're in. But uh, I, I think a lot of them that are in that, they, they have to associate themselves with a lot of low life people. I'm not saying that he didn't do something. I don't know the case. I, I, I don't know what's going on with that. I just think that a lot of these guys get accused of doing this stuff because of what they happen to who they happen to associate themselves with. Well, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, because, like, these, these NFL players, I mean, like, they got all this money and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, they associate with people who are taking their money, who don't have their best interest in mind. Like, Derrick Rose even. Hey, man, don't agree to a train with some random thought, you know? Don't do this. Actually, she wasn't that random. That's the, that's the whole thing, you know, that's what you're talking about. But, like, random or not, don't agree to this because this could easily turn into a bad situation. Now, this is why people shouldn't just be allowed to do certain stuff. Like, people want to live their life and stuff like that, but then you got all these white knights and all these virtue signalers and stuff like that. And just people who want to and, and uh, cancel culture guys that just want to say, oh, he was accused of something, that's it. It's like, no, nah, man, look, so at what, what point you know, after you've done something, you can't decide, oh, I regret this. It was rape. No, that's not how this works. You didn't regret it while it was happening. It happened. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only reason anybody knows is because you're telling the world now. You know, like, sure, okay, some people in the hood know. Well, if you did, if you couldn't be okay with four or five people knowing what you did, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. And I mean, you got to go out the right to do stuff. I mean, this is completely different in the Conor McGregor case. I just think he's a... We've seen him be a violent idiot. He punched a dude, uh, allegedly. 
punch the dude. He was on, on video taking oh, punch of the dude. I'm, I'm sure he did. Like last year. Old dude, though. Like he was mouthing off, and old dude got his ass popped, you know? And uh, it was just, it, it's, it's not just that it's a violent sport, though, because there's Donald Cerrone doesn't do that. You know? See, but see, that, that, that there isn't the problem. That's why he's not a household name, because he's not, you know, getting into legal trouble. He's not Miles Garrett or Mason Rudolph, you know, getting involved into stupid shit. That's 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 where the disappointment comes in to, uh, as well. You know, it's oh, damn, you know, Cerrone didn't he had a chance to dethrone somebody. He had a chance to make a name for himself by doing the right thing the right way. And he didn't. Had he not Conor McGregor ass out, people would be like, good, fuck that rapist, right? And we'd be like, okay, well, shit, he got knocked out. Who cares what they say about him now? Now it's like, nope, people are simply going to defend him because he won. And I'm not lying. You've seen these Twitter, uh, you've seen Twitter and, 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 and a Facebook message board, you know, I message board with the comments and stuff and the stories. Man, they'll, they'll be like, so what? He raped somebody. He'll knock you the fuck out. And it's like, uh, that don't make sense, but okay, I'll leave you alone, you know, since you're a weirdo. Uh, what's your, what's your thoughts on Greg Hardy? You know, I actually don't know a whole lot about what Greg Hardy did. I remember seeing getting notifications all the time of him, oh, another suspension, another suspension, what's his future in the league? What exactly was he doing? What, what was Domestic he- violence, man. Just beating up women, uh, getting in trouble for it, uh, and just, just really, really, really violent stuff from uh, him. I, I, I'm trying to keep it I don't want to get too far into what people did. I always hate doing that because then I'm going to, I'm going to piss somebody off. And, and that's not my, my point in doing stuff. I don't want to cut off the conversation before I have it, you know? So I don't want to, and, and I'll do that if I get into too far. Cause I, I don't weigh more about what I'm saying uh, about the situations and the cases, but I want to keep it really simple because if I get too far into it, what I'll end up doing is making a judgment call that's and those are case by case it's not just like necessarily one thing for all that's the problem with sports like what do you do in football versus in nfl versus what are you going to do in the ufc you know i think you know like you should probably have harsher punishments in the ufc for stuff because you're a fighter and you know better than to get in the fights right right Uh, i mean you should have your hand you should be registered once you get once you're a ufc fighter you should be registered. You should be able to have any outside altercations. You punch somebody in the face, that's assault with a deadly weapon, right? Right. I mean, that's what they do with black belts and shit. That's what they do. Like, if you you go to jail in Cook County, if you, you you know, a black belt or something like that, like, you get your hand, if your hands are registered as a lethal weapons or something like that, you gotta go to a certain tier. You gotta go to a maximum security because you're a death level threat you see what i'm saying like you're you could kill somebody just for that let's say you got parking tickets you don't just get to stay in parking ticket jail you see what i'm saying you're taking your ass to maximum security because even though you just got parking tickets and i'm I'm exaggerating obviously even though you just got parking tickets you got to take your ass to where killers go it does that seem fair no right you see what i'm saying so like it's, it can't be one law for all because that law is fairly, fairly fucked. Uh, you know, it's, it's just terrible. I don't even why I said fairly. I was going to fairly bogus, but like, whatever. It's not, that's oxymoron. It's, 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 it's a stupid ass law. You know what I'm saying? Like, but 
Uh, let me ask you your thoughts on the XFL. XFL starts very so. I'm excited. You know, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I don't know how success. I think it'll be about as successful as arena football. Now, that's just a guess. But I don't, I, I, we'll see how what happens. You know, it can get pumped up a lot more now with social media and stuff. And we're going to be able to see a lot of big plays and a lot of differences between it in the NFL. I think um, if the investors know what they're doing, it has a place in this world and it won't get shut down like it did before. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Um, and I'm excited because uh, here's here's the thing. You brought up something. And it took me a while to get back here because uh, I, I just simply lost my place because uh, I just it just opened up a can of worms. But uh, you said the the NFL has a, a a culture problem, and the XFL immediately addressed that culture problem that exists within uh, pro football. You can't have you can't have any legal issues going on. You can't even have had them. You can't have a record or none like that to play football in the XFL. So it takes care of your your issues. You got one, and you're done. If you're anything less than a model citizen, you can't play. I love it. I tell you why. Because the only thing you got to do is stay out of trouble, man, and you'll make money. And people, I can't believe, and I, I fucking hate black people for this. I'm going to say it. Yes, I'm black. For those who don't know, you should have known. Don't be stupid. Of course you know. But that people, black people, like, oh man, they playing for just like fifty thousand dollars. I'm like, nigga, you don't make fifty thousand dollars now, and you work all year round. You don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? You work five days a week, fifty weeks a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you take a week off. You take a week off of work or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, but my point is, how you gonna turn down fifty thousand dollars? How you gonna do that? That's like fifty thousand dollars. That's like a thousand bucks a year, and you only, uh, I mean, a thousand bucks a week, a week. Okay, a thousand a week, and you only plan, uh, you only working, let's say, legit, legitimately working twenty weeks out of the year. That that's that's including practice and play and playoffs. Does that sound like a big problem to you? That doesn't that sound like you something you want to do? I think a lot of these guys have a lot of big egos. I think a part of it has to go with where they grew up at. Um, they feel like they have to be the big dogs in the room every time they walk in and it doesn't help when they make millions of dollars and are big superstars in the NFL. You know, um, I, I don't know how the NFL can solve this. It's weird that, you know, there's a lot of people that come from the same background um, in the NBA and in the MLB, but they don't have issues with domestic violence and people uh, doing all this sorts of thing in their leagues. I don't not, know not as rampant, not as rampant and not as public, but it's certainly there. Yes. But, you know, football's a violent sport, and that's why it comes up so much more. You see what I'm saying? Like, if something happens, like with Greg Hardy, you know, uh, it, it, it gets brought up. Ray Lewis. Oh, no, I was, uh, uh, damn it, I said the wrong Ray, not Ray. Ray Rice, yes. Ray Rice. Ray, I, yeah, both Baltimore Ravens, so I always get Well, I mean, to be fair, Ray Lewis did, uh, I mean, he, he killed somebody. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's a secret. I think he helped kill somebody a little bit different. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, who knows what happened? Did he pull the trigger? Maybe. Who knows? I'll tell you this. He did more than what uh, I believe uh, that Ray Lewis did more than what OJ did. He's right 
in between OJ. I think OJ set it all up and he cleaned everything up because he knew how to. He knew where things were. Somebody had to know something, right? I think he cleaned it up, but he had nothing to do with it because you got to be able to answer questions with plausible deniability. And be like, well, how was she killed? I don't know. I didn't actually think of it. I had somebody else do it. Of course, he didn't say that last part. But And then Ray Lewis is like, well, okay, don't pull the trigger, but just be here when I do it and help me clean it up. See, Ray Lewis knew a lot about how stuff happened and what happened, I believe, and didn't actually do it himself. But he damn sure was there when it happened. Or at, like immediately after it happened. Like immediately. So... Yeah, I mean, what's what's the thing? Uh, refresh memory. He had like a white suit he was wearing that night, and it went missing, quote unquote. I, I I forgot all about Ray Lewis's stuff. Like I know it was during Super Bowl weekend when they was investigating him, and the dude on the on the Falcons was being investigated too. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Uh, <laughs> I think it was who was the quarterback for the Ravens at the time? Trent Dilfer, I think is who it was. And usually, who wins Super Bowl MVP is the guy who says, "I'm going to Disney World." You know, when they film you. Uh, so Ray Lewis won Super Bowl MVP, and uh, but Trent Dilfer was the one they filmed saying that at the time because they didn't want to film Ray Lewis. I don't blame him, and I mean Ray Lewis has gotten work after that and stuff. And I'm mean, even like we couldn't. We say Ray Lewis killed somebody. Maybe he did. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it? I'm with you. I, I don't know if he killed somebody, but I think he was definitely involved. Right. I mean, you know when. Let's be real. You know when a nigga was there and if he was involved. The problem is. You want him for the murder. You can only get him on one. You want to get him on involvement. You want to get him on the murder. So that's where you got to kind of leave him alone. But like, well, shit, I don't know if you were just involved or you did it. Most people say he did it and they want him on the murder. That's what you can't get him on, though. Didn't they just try? Didn't they try to get him and they couldn't get him on the murder? Think. Let's just think. It's like, well, if you weren't trying to paint him as the murderer and just trying to figure out what his level of involvement was, maybe he'd be in jail. But you didn't. Now he's free. Too bad. You know, it seems like he has flipped his life around. I didn't watch the NFL back in, I think it was like 2002, 2001, 2003, somewhere around there. I didn't watch the NFL back then. I was not even 10 years old. Um, but from when I started watching the NFL, which is I started watching it pretty religiously around 2010, 11. Um, it seemed like Ray Lewis turned his life around. You know, he, he has all this Christian stuff. He's really into God. He had a lot of outreach programs. He had a lot of yeah. stuff in the communities. I know he met with fans and would pray with them. And it, it, he did a lot of he did a lot of good things. And uh, I think he did turn his life around. I mean, I'm not saying that's I'm not saying he's repented and he's totally excused from any involvement of what he did. Yeah, but I, I mean, do think I do think in his mind. Uh, he probably feels obligated to do those things because I think he definitely did something when he was involved <laughs> right. in someone's in the death of another human being. Yeah, we know he has to do something because mum's mum's the word. Like that nigga didn't say sh- like he didn't say shit. Like well, he, I'm just he, glad that he didn't keep up that lifestyle. Was really my point. I'm just I, right. I'm just glad that, that he didn't go down the Greg Hardy path of every other week we got something going on. You know, seems yeah. like that one incident and his whole life was flipped right around and he said no more. And I think that um, I think that now I, I think we, we got to be really honest with ourselves and say, well, hey, maybe we should just penalize people a little hard at first and then, uh, you know, just do it harshly at first and see where that goes. And, it, you know, like if Greg Hardy could have been in another, if he could have been fighting instead of being in, 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 in the NFL, maybe he would be better off anyway because he doesn't seem 
like he just seems like a violent person and that if he had a real outlet he wouldn't be doing it because think about it like this they're fighting it's a it's violent and i just told you about how donald cerrone you i wouldn't think he'd do anything like that like we don't hear shit about donald cerrone we do hear stuff about other fighters but it's like across the board for the most part it's nothing like the nfl you know it's not it's not even anything like other sports you, we sure you got problems and stuff like that but you just don't hear like you ain't gonna hear about uh uh, George St. Pierre choking the shit out of his wife. You know what I'm saying? I, please let there not be a story about George St. Pierre choking the shit out of his wife somewhere, somehow. But I'm just saying, you don't hear that. You know, I, I'm like, I got to knock on wood with that one because in two weeks we'll be talking about that exact same thing. But um, it is an outlet. And people say, man, I want to get in here and I want to beat somebody's face in because this is where I can do it. But it's not really that they want to beat someone's face in. It's that they want to get all that aggression out. And they get it out through all of that practice, months of practice. And, and then they have a real goal of wanting to be the best and stuff like that. And if the NFL could have some sort of real program. Well, I think, I think I, I've thought about this. And I think uh, you convinced me a little bit. The NFL, you know what the NFL is. It's hard, uh, hard work. It's grinding. You know, it's basically like the like the uh, military. When you go into practice, you know your coach is about to chew you out and yell at you, make you do a million push-ups. And it's yeah. all testosterone grinding, uh, you know, angry. And when you go into basketball, you know, those coaches, they're very personable. There are coaches, of course, that scream and yell. But Bruh, I, I was going to say. Make, they, they, <laughs> They, yeah. they make they make relationships. I mean, take a look at some of the greater coaches. They make relationships like uh, Phil Jackson. He wasn't the type that would scream at his players. You know, I'm not saying he never did that. Of course he did. But his the way he would coach is he he was a very he was a player's coach. You know, he took Kobe Bryant, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, um, Michael Jordan under his wing, and he made them all believe in him. And uh, I don't think a whole lot of coaches in the NFL are that way. I think that uh, a yeah, lot of them. I mean, especially, but I, I'm not, and on top of that, there's how many players on an on an NFL roster? I, I mean, it's especially. I think there's 55, 50, like 52 or 54. I'm pretty sure. Like one of those two. But then even or 55. in the preseason, why. there's like 65, I think, 75, something like yeah, that. So, so these these teams are huge. These coaches can't make a relationship with all these people. It's impossible. So I think a lot of these players. They make millions of dollars. They get, live in this environment that's all, you know, angry, testosterone-filled, uh, want to hurt people type of thing. So when they walk into the club, they walk into the club with, you know, they, they swag on in and they act all tough and like they're big dogs. And, and they just feel like if someone pisses them off, why, why not pull out a gun and point it at them? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, you, you know, you're right. I mean... I, I, I kind of... I, anybody would feel the same way. Like, if it's me and you... You know, uh, if it's me and you and we walking into a place, sure, we ain't thinking about, you know, uh, what the law says or why we shouldn't do something. We're thinking of one fact that we can do it and that we can get away with it. You know, it's not that, that we can't do it because the we can do it is directly tied to us being able to get away with it. So it's a, it's a, it's a dual thing, you know? It's one thing, but it's really two, is we can we can do it, and that's because we can get away with it. I mean, look at look at all of these guys have gotten away with this stuff. All of them. Have we talked about someone who had, has paid for anything that they've done? Violent? 
Greg Hardy, yes. He uh do not get me wrong, he, he did get kicked out of the NFL. But if the NFL had a program where they had just or they not I keep saying program, sure, if they had some sort of program domestic violence violence course, or if they just had harsh penalties like you get kicked out the second offense or the first offense, so like a zero tolerance policy, maybe Greg Hardy, you know, if it's zero tolerance, guess what happens? Greg Hardy's hit hard with it. Either he gets much worse or he goes and gets help and he still ends up in the UFC. But it stops right there. Instead, what did the uh, NFL do? Kind of slapped him on the wrist until it just got bad. Like, But like you say, every other week is something. But if they came down and came down on him harshly in the beginning, then maybe he would have just been like, well, fuck, you know, let me go find something else to do right now. Maybe put make him hit rock bottom. You know, take something real from him, you know, make that punishment tangible so that he could go, fuck, let me find something to do with my life. If well, I'm it's, violent, yeah. it's a real shame when you see a player um, that, you know, has real talent. Like Greg Hardy was good, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. He was. Uh, so like like I can name a few players off the top of my head. Uh, Antonio Brown, Greg Hardy, uh, Aldon Smith. Alan Smith was good. He yeah. was yeah. He yeah. was uh, on pace to get a lot of sacks and be one of the, a great defensive player, but dude couldn't stay uh, he couldn't stay right in mind. I mean, every week he was doing something and, and it pushed him out of the league. So it sucks when you see these dudes who just have oozing talent and they could be a great force in the league and it just doesn't work out because they just can't stay uh, whether mm. it's whether it's sober or whether it's uh, you know, how they interact with people or it, it, whatever it is, they just can't keep it in, in control. Yeah, I mean, look at Ray Rice's career. I mean, he was a running back, so he's going to trail off anyway, but look at Ray Rice. He was I good. Mean, uh, I mean, he, he was good. He yeah. was a fan. One of those dudes in uh, when, back in his heyday, you'd always pick him uh, in fantasy. Yep, absolutely. He absolutely was. And then um, now – See, I don't, I don't try to get. I know what exactly. I remember exactly what happened with Ray Rice. The other ones are they. They've been. It's been a lot of those uh, uh, cases going around, especially like you said with Greg Hardy and Alden Smith. It was a lot, and uh, you know I'm not familiar with every single case down to the detail. Ray Rice's, however, had video, and I know what happened on that video, and they reacted in a way. That they wanted to react. This is why Miles Garrett got such a harsh reaction because we saw it on tape and it was, it was happening live and it looked worse than what it was. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. What Ray Rice did was the equivalent of a push. Secondly, he definitely was assaulted in that video, but he was the man that paid with his career. Now, I think they. They were together, like she didn't press charges, and they ended up being together. No, no, no they, they, they got married. married. They, they, yeah, they right, got they married. Got married. After, right after that, right. they got married, and they're still together. And that shit happens. So here's she the thing: up, if it wasn't yeah. on video, it would it would be swept under the rug. Didn't exactly. matter exactly, and it should have been because yeah. they got married. Because, like I told you, it was more of a push. I'm kind of more of it was a fucking push. If I close my fish and I push you with it, I mean, not punch, not cock it back. And take a swing. But if I take my fist and I push you with it, or I push someone into you, well, they were, I mean, it's they assault. Were, you could. They were both. They were both wasted. 
So I think that that's what she, I think his wife came out and said, his now wife came out and said, we were both drunk. Uh, he made a mistake. I made a mistake. I mean, she, like you said, she assaulted oh, him wait, wait, first. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. Let me backtrack that. I got two stories messed up. Not Ray Rice. Nah. That nigga hit that bitch in that elevator for no reason. He 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 got what he deserved. I'm talking about. <laughs> forgive me for this. I am talking about uh, a Tyreek Hill. Is it? I think the believed player played for the Chiefs. Oh my God, I gotta look at. Oh, up. there's two of them. There's Tyreek Hill and there's um, Kareem Hunt. And, and who? Kareem Hunt. Ah, uh, Kareem Hunt, I believe it was. Yeah, but with Ray Rice, whether she hit him first or not, it's just an awkward situation because uh, they're still together. And uh, she came out and said they were just both drunk, made mistakes. Yes, it was Kareem now, Hunt. Now, yes, I'm not saying Hunt. that Ray Rice shouldn't have been suspended. He absolutely should have, and he should have been you know, kicked out of the league. It's just uh, an awkward situation that they're still together now because I think a lot of people wanted to see him like crucified. Yeah, I mean, what, see, but that's the thing. What fucking business of theirs was it? So we live in a world where you got a, a, a teenager that is now – a global activist that doesn't go to school um, at all, Greta Thunberg, and she's going to get a Nobel Peace Prize. And this is the same world where, I don't know, 50 years ago, you used to be able to hit your wife and it was okay. Now, if you take what was acceptable then and you take where we were as a society, if you, you just take where we were as a society, you'd be like, man, I want to go back to those days. But then you say, oh, but you got to accept these things, right? And we're like, oh, we, today we like, we can't, absolutely cannot accept those things, which is correct. We can't accept people hitting each other. And look what we got now, though. Look what we have. You know what I mean? Like, we got Kareem Hunts and Ray Rice's and everybody else. Like, it's cool. Oh, man, you know, I can't believe how arcane and barbaric that shit was. I can't believe Tyreek Hill was given a second chance. I know he's got a lot of talent, so the Chiefs did not want to cut him. Absolutely did not want to cut him. But I was pretty surprised, too, just because of I, the video the that came, or the, the, the audio that came out was just, I mean, his wife was like, Saying like, uh, oh, you know, my, I can't remember what exactly was the context was, but she said, oh, my daughter, I think it was his daughter or son. Well, that uh, was the thing. The child. context was very important. It well, was very chi- important. Well, his child, his, yeah. his child and his wife were both like, we're scared of you. And then he's like, you should be scared of me, bitch. It's like, what the fuck, man, dude? You're going to beat up on your wife and you say things like that or a piece of shit. Well, yes. And, and they could have rent with that. The problem is, as, as today's topic was, the legality. Legally, uh, he didn't actually say anything wrong. He said, "You should be scared of me." Now, I, I'm with you there. Should, but but you the see NFL, what I mean? it's the just, NFL it's, should have been done with him. Now, I'm not saying he should be put in jail and thrown in federal pound me in the ass prison. But what I am saying is, yeah. the NFL should have been like, "Go get another job, dude," because if you're going to do stuff exactly. like that, we don't want the NFL to be the face of that kind of th- of that kind of behavior and let people like that play in our league. Exactly. And that's what the XFL is. And that's what's so important about them, because if they get this thing right and they have I'm not saying, you know, they're going to have model citizens just up and down the fucking rosters. But if you got guys who can get their shit straight and you don't have the same culture and you got guys who are using the WWE platform, hopefully, maybe to do a lot of good stuff and make good money, man, like this, the XFL could change football. I'm hoping the XFL changes football the way that the AEW 
the way that AEW has already changed pro wrestling. I highly doubt that it'll happen, but I'm, I'm hoping it does because everybody who wants AEW to prosper and change professional wrestling, you should absolutely want the XFL to be great because if they not, the NFL ain't going to change and we're going to have a concussion, CTE. We're going to have everything, bro. It's just going to get worse. And the, the NFL makes billions of dollars. You can't sue them. They're not going to change. You can't stop them. If they lose 20% of their audience, what the fuck does it matter? They the still NFL's do. revenue is I, – I, I don't know about the revenue. The NFL's viewership has been down yes. the last few years revenue by a lot. Up, but the revenue they're is – They're on pace to make um, – uh, fuck. I had them numb in my head. I forget what they make a year. Uh, but they're on pace. The billions. Yeah, it's like ten billion or something, like a hundred billion in like ten years. That's what they're gonna make or some shit a year. I don't know. They're gonna make something stupid. It's some insane number. You would never think that the NFL would be. They only work sixteen, you know, days a week. You know, I mean, sixteen, uh, you know, weeks a year. You know, uh, so you would never think they'd be able to make this much money. But it's ridiculous. That's something for uh, another day at another time, though. But we definitely, um. We're going to have a part two to this. We're definitely going to have to get back into legality again because um, with everything that's happened just in this past year of sports, man, like even just with Greg Hardy himself, we could spend an entire two, three hours on that guy alone, you know, but um, we can't get to everything, not all in part one at least. So this is part one, guys, legality. We're going to have a part two for you coming pretty soon. But before we get to it. Now, I need you to say something for me. I need you to say, uh, this is Sporticus, and you've been sports entertained. This is Sporticus, and you've been sports entertained.
Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today.